Hey, it's Raheel, the host of CityCast Houston. Whether you're a new listener or a loyal one, I just want to thank you on behalf of our entire staff for supporting us, and please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. February in Houston is all about love, football, history, and the rodeo. But with so many different things to do, it can be overwhelming. So producer Carleon Jones joins me today to help get you ready with all the great things to do around town. It's Thursday, February 1st, 2024. I'm Rahul Ramzanali, and here's what Houston's talking about. Carly, I saw the funniest thing on Instagram, and it was that January was our one-month free trial, and 2024 really starts today. Do you agree? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like when January hits, everybody has like these ideas and like want to start like fresh and everything like that, but then it just actually never happens. Never. If you're still sticking to your resolutions right now, kudos to you. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Like I'm doing pretty decent with like trying to stick to some of my goals, but still like 2023 is still lingering a little bit when January hits. Yeah. February is low key a really good month. I know it's not spring yet. It's obviously not the excitement of the new year, but we've got so many different things to celebrate. Mm -hmm. You've got Lunar New Year going on. You've got Black History Month. Super Bowl Sunday, that's going to be happening here. Start of the rodeo towards the end of the month. You got Mardi Gras and Galveston. There's so much to do in the city of Houston. And I haven't even mentioned the big one, Valentine's Day. It's the love month, right? So this is low-key a good month, Carly. Mm -hmm. It's packed with a lot of stuff to do. And it's just perfect for people to get outside with a jacket on and have some fun. Yes. Absolutely. Okay, before we start and get into our categories, I want to ask you one more question. Mm -hmm. Who do you got winning the Super Bowl? Look, I'm not in it. (laughs) I'm not I'm not even going to like, you know, dive into it. I'm just going to go watch the game, sit there and just cheer for whoever my friends are going for at the time. because (laughs) The Texans aren't there. You're just there for the the vibes more exactly, than Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's so much fun just to like be there. Of course, the commercials, the halftime show, Usher. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's cool, I guess. I don't know. But it's going to be a lot of fun. Here's a Houston tie for you. Kyle Shanahan, the coach of the 49ers, used to coach on the Houston Texans staff under Gary Kubiak a okay. long time ago. So I kind of am rooting for Kyle Shanahan because I used to cover him when I was working in sports radio. So uh, I want to I want to see him win one. And of course, he's a Longhorn grad. So oh, got yeah. to send some love to our Longhorns. OK, there's my team right there. We're going to go. With there that you one. go. Easy peasy. <laughs> OK, as I mentioned, it is the month of love. And there's so many different things to do. Valentine's Day, of course, being the highlight of it. But there's so many love related events. I feel like what's one thing you have to do in February to celebrate love? Well, for me, since I'm single, I usually do like Galentine's Day traditions. So one thing that we like to do, me and my girlfriends, we kind of just go out to a restaurant, find something that's nice and fancy and get dressed up. So this year is kind of like a two for one for me because it's a Galentine's Day dinner, but also black owned restaurant. So it's kind of like, you know, tying in that Black History Month thing. Um, and it's called Bungalow. 
It's kind of like an upscale restaurant, uh, luxury dining that has like a rooftop patio and has been described like on social media pretty much as the perfect place for a girl's night. So why not try it out, right? Mm. Um, they have a lot of different things on their menu that just sound really good and fancy. Uh, Wagyu meatballs. There's black truffle mac and cheese. They even have like tomahawk steak and mm. an adult milk and cookies cocktail. That sounds really Whoa. interesting to me. So I'm just kind of like, let me go try this out. Sounds delicious. Support a Black-owned restaurant during Black History Month. Why not? That sounds so good and so unique. Um, how do you like your steak cook and what kind of steak do you like, by the way? What's your cut? Okay. Okay. So usually I was always like a well done person because like the inside no. being pink would just scare me. Okay. I've Carly. adapted though. I've adapted. <laughs> I've gotten to where I can do like medium well. So I feel like okay. as the years go, I'll be able to get closer to the pink. But right now it was just kind of like, like, am I going to get sick uh, okay, after? <laughs> okay. What's your cut of choice? Which one do you order? Um, I'm not really like huge on steaks. So like, I don't have like a bunch of different ones that I pick from, but my mom's name is Mignon. So like okay. a filet mignon always is just cute to me because of my That's mom's awesome. name. <laughs> That's so cool. I always go ribeye okay. done Pittsburgh style. And this is mm. a different way to cook it. Like they char it really heavy on the outside. Okay. And then they do medium on the inside, but I always say medium well. I'm like you. I like medium well. I don't like too much blood coming out of my steak, mm -hmm. but medium well is pretty good. But that Pittsburgh style, that's the play. Okay. And you have to do it on a ribeye. Okay. You just taught me something. I never even heard of that before. So Yeah. Okay. I always tell everyone to try Pittsburgh style. One, when you're ordering like at a business lunch or even with your girls at Galentine's, mm -hmm. it's just so interesting, right? You go, wait, what was that? Like, ooh, yeah. Harley, you are leveling <laughs> up, girl. What is happening here? Exactly. It's always <laughs> funny when you have people questioning what's on your plate. Like, yeah. So much more interesting, right? Yeah. Okay. Mine is the month of love. Okay. But I'm going to flip this around. It's not a date night for the wife and myself. It's actually a date night for my older daughter. This one is for all my girl dads and parents in general, because February was once about me and my wife, like I mentioned, but it is now all about daddy daughter dances. Aww. Like that is my one thing I have to do in February. Now, ever since my older daughter was old enough to go to these dances. We've been going every single year and almost every community organization, schools, city rec center, they're all hosting a daddy daughter dance. And I like how they're turning it more into just a parent child dance. So it's not excluding a lot of kids, boys, or they might not have a dad, whatever it may be. It's just a parent child dance. I love this. Mm -hmm. The city of Sugarland is hosting one. If you do need a recommendation, it's called Under the Sea on February 17th. Tickets are $20 for residents, $40 for non-residents per couple. But again, find one near you. There's so many different organizations doing one. So just look up uh, a dance near you and take a child, whether it be your own child or if you are an uncle, aunt, a godmother, godfather, whatever it may be and that child doesn't have a date, take them. It is so much fun for them. I didn't even know that they did like child parent dances outside of school. I like that. I like that. Yeah, so many organizations are starting to do them and it is so unique. Each one, they have themes. I love it. It's so awesome to see everyone like going all in on this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because this is the month of love. So you have to spread love, not just romantically, but everywhere, just like you said, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's perfect. Okay, you kind of hinted on this one as you picked Bungalow because it is a Black-owned restaurant. Mm -hmm. But one thing you have to do in February to celebrate Black History Month, what do you got for me? 
Okay, so I think the perfect way to celebrate Black History Month is with a Black History Tour. So there's a tour of three historic structures, including the Killam Noble House, the Jack Yates House, and the Fourth Ward Cottage. These three houses are really interesting because it specifically talks about Houston's Black history. You'll go to these homes, Killam being the first one, that shows the history of urban slavery in Houston, whereas the other two houses, the Jack Yates House and the Fourth Ward Cottage, cottage, they tell more about the afterlife. So this is a community that was basically known as Freedman's Town, which if you were listening last year, we had a show all about this town. Really, really interesting. Um, I'll stick that show in the show notes if you haven't heard it yet, but it's a town that was established by African-Americans right after the Emancipation Proclamation. And it was, yeah, such an interesting thing. So now you can go out and see these places in real life and kind of get back in that moment of history. You know, like when you walk into certain places that are just filled with history, like you can kind of like feel it almost. Like it just kind of goes into your spirit and um, very impactful. So I definitely think this is a great idea to go to. It's $17 for adults, $7 for students, and $14 for seniors. And I will stick it in the show notes, of course, if you want to go do a tour. That's so important to learn about the history of not only slavery in our city, but also afterwards, as you mentioned, the Emancipation Proclamation, how important it was here in the South and specifically in the city of Houston. Uh, I love this. Mm -hmm. Can I tag my recommendation off of that one? Of course. So mine is check out the Houston Museum of African-American Culture. So they just reopened actually with new exhibits and events. So this is the perfect time to visit them during this month. Now, admission is always free, although you should donate because that's a nice thing to do and it helps upkeep everything. And they have so many permanent exhibits that you need to check out about the impact of African-Americans on our city. Mm -hmm. So you can do the museum first and then go do the tour or you can go tour first, museum second. But make it a whole day. Learn about the history. Learn about the impact that African-Americans have had on our city. And it's such a beautiful way to do it. Yeah, I agree. Especially because I feel like in our history books, we learn so much about the things that happened in other cities and other places in the United States. And we kind of miss out on the things that happened right here in Houston. So this is a great way. Both places, the tour and the museum, are a great way to get involved and know exactly what was going down right in H-Town. Okay, let's go to our food section, all right? I know you and I are both excited about this one. Mm -hmm. You already got us going. I'm excited about Bungalow, by the way. But give me a food tradition or restaurant you have to visit this month in February. Okay, it is the start of crawfish season, finally. Like, oh my gosh, so excited because crawfish is one of the best seasons in Houston. I will say it is a lot more expensive this year, which is pretty ghetto. But, you know, I still have some recommendations. I was going to say, did you get a raise here, Carly? Because- Crawfish, you are balling out of control, girl. Woo. No. Gotta take out a second mortgage for crawfish now. Literally, you literally, <laughs> like it's $16 a pound some places. It's crazy. Ooh. But but I have some different recommendations that'll kind of like, you know, some of them that'll help your pockets a little bit. Hopefully okay. they don't go and trick me and like raise it up a lot more than what I'm expecting. But of course, (laughs) everybody knows first place that I'm going, Crafty Crab. The reason why I mentioned this one is because their prices are not usually market price. They usually have a set price throughout the entire year. It's around like 20 something dollars for crawfish and shrimp or something like that. And you get a good amount, really tasty. I love this place. And 
I go specifically because it's not market price. You're going to just get a set price every time. You'll still get your potatoes and corn and everything, all the goodness at Crafty Crab. Then there's also BB Tex Orleans, which is more so like a New Orleans style with a Texas twist on it. So they have some really good crawfish there. Their prices are market price. So, you know, be ready when you get there. There are specials though. Yeah, they have like a Wednesday special pretty much every week. So if you try to catch it on Wednesdays, you'll get some good prices there. Um, Another place, Crawfish Cafe on Bel Air. That's a good spot to go get some crawfish. It's more of Vietnamese crawfish style. And it's really good. Honestly, I I like it. I love it. It's it's great. Um, And it has a nice little cute atmosphere. It's kind of like a little cafe. Exactly. Like, exactly like the name. So um, really cute place to go. And then the last recommendation I want to give is Mike's Seafood, which we've had Mike on before. Um, His restaurant is located on Highway 6. And he was teaching us on the episode pretty much how to cook crawfish for a crawfish boil. But I've met so many people in Houston. Every time you meet people in Houston, especially on the Southwest side, they're going to preach and pray to you that Mike's Seafood is the best crawfish in the city of Houston. Now, I haven't tried the crawfish yet because when I went, it wasn't crawfish season. So I got shrimp and stuff. So it was really good. So I know that their food is good there. But this season, I will be lined up out there to try this crawfish because I've had so many people tell me it's the best in town. It's so good. And then you got Mike's secret sauce that he has. Oh, that dipping sauce is so outstanding. You know, a lot of the places are starting to put more specials on shrimp, crab, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, trying to get consumers away from crawfish because it's so expensive. So, of course, get, you know, maybe a pound or two of crawfish if you want, but you'll definitely fill up with shrimp and other seafood options as well, which I love. Yeah, I think that that's the cheat code right there is like get something else so you won't be like spending all your money on crawfish. Yeah. Okay. My food tradition, Carly, is a 180 from yours. All right. It is burgers. I'm just going to throw it out there first. And yeah, <laughs> Wait, I, know, I, I know. It makes no sense. But here's <laughs> why it is my food tradition. Uh-huh. So the entire month of February is all about love in our house, right? Not only do you got Valentine's Day, you've got daddy-daughter dances, but we were married on February 19th, my oh. wife and I. So we always double dip and for whatever reason, we started going to Little Bigs, which is a now closed Sliders restaurant in the Museum District okay. that was run by Brian Caswell. So since that restaurant has closed, we've now replaced it with Butter Burgers at mm. Real with Chef Ryan Lachane. And we've talked about that place on our Best Burgers episode. Mm-hmm. These burgers are next level. It is the butteriest, most decadent burger you'll eat in the city of Houston. And mm. that is now our love language, burgers. I don't know why, but <laughs> that tradition started and we have to eat the butter burgers at Rio. Okay. I can respect it now because at first I was like, what? A burger? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> out of all the things you could have picked. <laughs> but okay. Like we would never okay. go to fancy restaurants for our anniversary. We would always go to Little Bigs and that, you know, eventually turned into another burger restaurant. I don't know why. We just, maybe we were broke. I don't know what happened. My wife didn't want to dress up. But yeah, burgers is the food tradition for us now. So this was not where y'all met. Y'all didn't meet at a burger restaurant or anything no, like that. This, no. Okay. <laughs> no, no. I think it was just more, yeah, like money was tight. I don't know. <laughs> okay. You got to make so it work. Long. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Okay, Carly, let's get out of here with a must-do activity or something that just screams February in Houston. It's open, okay? Okay. Whatever you want, what are you recommending? Okay, so you mentioned this earlier. It is the month of Super Bowl Sunday, 
And now I have my team because, you know, Raheel just gave me which team yep. I was going for. There were 49ers. Um, <laughs> and so <laughs> there's I feel like there's nothing that screams Houston more than football and beer and friends around screaming and just enjoying sports. So I definitely had to go with a Super Bowl Sunday pick. And I feel like even though the Texans aren't in it, that you still should go out and watch it. Okay, y'all? So Mm -hmm. just bear with me, all right? Um, There's going to be plenty of places that are going to be showing the game. But if you're looking for a spot still, a good place that I've been seeing on social media is called Social Beer Garden, and it's in Midtown. Now, the reason why I say that this is a good pick because there's no cover. They have some of the biggest TVs in the Midtown area. There'll be plenty of food and drink choices. There's going to be a DJ. And get this, even a puppy adoption drive. I think that's so cute. Oh my I think that that's what got me. <laughs> that is puppies. so cool. So you go watch the game and then you leave with a puppy po- mm-hmm, possibly. Mm-hmm, exactly. So I think it's really cute. I love things that can kind of be like a little charitable, but also fun. Like, you know, you can have a good time, good balance, you know. So if a listener goes there and they adopt a puppy, they have to name it after the team that wins a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. right? So the puppy could be 49er or it could be, you know, Brock Purdy or Brock, <laughs> whatever. You have to you have to have a theme around the Super Bowl if you adopt a puppy on Super Bowl Sunday. Oh my gosh. Even that or they can have a name from one of the players, like the MVP player at a game. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That would be cool. That is so cool. <laughs> okay. Yours is towards the beginning of the month, I'm going to pick something that's on the back end of the month and just a few days of the month. So I know this is kind of cheating, but come on, Carly. It's the Houston Rodeo. Is there anything more February in Houston than the Houston Rodeo? And there's something so magical about being on those rides in that cold weather. Mm -hmm. Here's a quick story for you. I was on one of those rides that like flips you upside down, like 500 feet in the air, Mm -hmm. and we got stuck on the top, okay? And it was 38 degrees, Carly, 38 degrees. We were stuck for seven minutes because a kid on the bottom was wearing so many winter clothes that he couldn't strap his belt on. So we were waiting for him to take off his winter clothes and then strap it, and we were literally stuck there for that long in that cold with the wind kicking. But it was so much fun. Were you upside down the whole time? No. Luckily, I was okay, not upside okay. down. That is one of my big fears is being upside down on those rides. Oh, my God. Because I was about to say, you need to soup. Like, <laughs> that, no. is, <laughs> that is crazy. No. Okay. It wasn't like the ride actually stopped. No. It was, yeah. They were just waiting on this one kid. Oh, you scared me there. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to have some really cool episodes of the Houston Rodeo coming up this month as well. Mm -hmm. So definitely stay tuned and get out there and experience it. You can start buying those coupon books right now as well through schools and different organizations. So be on the lookout for that. It is a great month here in the city of Houston. There's a lot of things to do. Make sure you send us your recommendations as well on our Instagram at CityCastHouston. We love interacting with everyone there. Carly, that was a lot of fun and it's going to be a good month. It is. Have fun out there, y'all. That was producer Carly on Jones. All of our recommendations are linked in the show notes. That will do it for today. Thank you for listening, and I hope you learned something new. Sorry, this is going to be a terrible edit for you.
<laughs> you might okay. just mute my track. 